Hello, and welcome to Dungeons and Baddies, a podcast about a group of people that get together. It'll be explained later. <laughs> I am Hunter Sinclair, and this week we're changing it up, and Ammon is the DM. Hello, my name is Ammon Sinclair. I will be your dungeon master for the next until I'm not. Ooh, just kidding. Thank you for the support from our ah, loving fans. Ooh, ah. Ooh. This ah. week our adventure is going to be a little different. We're uh, off on the far reaches of Tribunia, on the edges of the coast near a, an island kingdom. And we're going to be following a traveling circus going around, entertaining the people, having marvelous misadventures along the way. And we're going to open up with Eric's character. Eric, what do you look like? Um, I am a high elf. I am the most basic looking bitch you've ever seen. We'll elaborate on that. Like, um, so hair, striking, clothing, striking blonde hair, slicked back, little um, um Lucius Malfoy esque. Yeah, a, a little longer than that, but similar to that feel. Um, striking blonde eyes, obviously the pointiest of ears, the the most constructed nose you've ever seen. Um, so he hasn't had work done, but you, like, if you didn't know, you'd be sure he had. Yeah. But, yeah, and then he's wearing, uh, he's wearing, uh, a white, um, what's it called? Overcoat? No. A white shirt. White beater? But, <laughs> no. White shirt, not a collared shirt, but a blouse. It oh, is a blouse. Oh, okay, cool. It's, it, it, you know, it's definitely a blouse. He's, you might try to say it's a college shirt. It's definitely a blouse. Um, and the tightest black pants you've ever seen. And he is gaudy as all can be. Got it. Sounds good. So what brings you to this small coastal village? Well, he heard that the greatest circus in the entire world is in town. And so he had to go visit it. And this greatest circus is Legrand's Circus, for those of you who would like to know a name. And as you approach, you've been following Legrand's Circus for a while. They're constantly traveling around, and so it's not always easy to get ahead of them, because they, their pattern isn't necessarily the easiest to predict where they're going to go. Sometimes it's big capitals, sometimes, like today, it's small fishing villages on the on the coastline. So as you approach, you see this massive gaudy tent. Classic three ring circus striped tent. And it's loud, which is really surprising because it's a very small village. But you hear elephants trumping, lions roaring, and there's just so much noise. You can hear crowds, although you can't really see large amounts of crowds. So it's that part's a little bit surprising. Oh, this is so great. I'm enjoying this so much. I cannot wait to get inside and see what is in, in store for me. 
All right, do you approach the circus? Of course. All right, as you approach, you see a couple of townsfolk walking up, and you hear the little kids, oh, I'm so excited to see the circus. Oh, my goodness, these cute little peasants are so adorable to watch. (laughs) Mom, what's a peasant? (laughs) It's what the rich folks call us normal people. (laughs) Oh, how boring it would be to be normal. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a a difficult character to deal with from time to time. (laughs) What do you mean? All right, so as you approach, there's a guard, and he's charging admittance. And it's one silver piece per person. Copper for children. Um, I go up to him, and I give him five gold pieces. Um, s- sir, I don't think I have change for this. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. I know you need it. <laughs> he takes one of the coins, and he bites it. And uh, are they are they real coins? Um, I'm not able to convince him that they're real coins. You bloody wanker! What are you... It's only a silver! You can give us real silver! I can see by your clothes! Oh! 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 I'm... Oh! It's five silver for you. Insulted. You know what? I'm only giving you three. I give him three real silvers. He takes them and he bites him again. They are real silver this time. You also can't tell if silver is real or fake by biting it, so yeah. it doesn't help him at all. Yeah. But his teeth hurt. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, move along. Oh, I... You will regret this. You may never see my presence in this town ever again or near the circus. So, and it is all thanks to you. All right, well, oh. we, we only stay in each town oh. for a couple of days, so... Oh. Have fun. Gone. <laughs> Under his breath. Oh, screw you. <laughs> I hate these rich blokes. <laughs> All right, as you go through the circus, you see different performers. There's acrobats. There's tumblers. There's fire eaters. There's magicians, which... You know, is more impressive if there weren't simple cantrips to make the flames and things that they're doing. Knowing magic as you do, you're aware of how simple most of the feats they're performing are. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, roll me perception. Um, let's see what my perception was. Um, perception. That is a 22. That is enough for you to tell that the sounds of crowds that you heard from outside was a couple of guys casting thaumaturgy to make the appearance of sounds of crowds. So the circus sounds more uh, lively than it actually is. Oh, these poor souls. Um, You think it might just be a, a tactic that they use to get momentum going, especially in smaller towns? Never mind. You're a lowly level one. I know. <laughs> but you're rich. <laughs> Out of curiosity, what were you looking for? 
nothing. Just maybe a spell that said dispel magic or whatever. Silver oh, there's no way you have that at level one. I know. I think it's a level three spell or something like that. All right. So as you're going around, you see all these different acts, and one catches your eye. Um, Thabo, would you mind explaining what he sees? Okay. He comes to the corner of the tent, or in the main center of the tent, and he sees Thabo, the lion singer, who is surrounded by ten lions with a whip, and he whips every single lion. Hayo! 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 <laughs> and Thabo gets lifted up on a piston and he says it's me Thabo the lion singer now hear these animals sing <clears throat> and he casts animals. I thought you would be singing to the lions you hear from the crowd no the lions are the singers <clears throat> Why would you be called the lion singer if you're not singing? Okay. La da dee, la da dee. Someone throws some popcorn. Oh no. Um. So, um, he plays his pan flute, and the lions don't sing but they start marching in a circle around the pillar that he's standing on as if they're about to attack him. He's like, I don't know how to do a pan flute, but he does. We'll, we'll get you a pan flute for next time. We'll I, I expect pan flute sounds. I have a pan flute. Let me roll performance. There you are. You got a six on performance. Um, his pan flute definitely needs to be tuned. And he continues on with this performance. And basically the center thing is pulled down. And the lines are all pulled back into their cages. Yeah, you, uh, so Thabo definitely phoned in this performance. You can tell he wasn't putting in a lot of effort because there's only a handful of people in that area of the tent. So is that, is that your act? Are you closing up shop a little bit? Yep. <sighs> okay, well, I'll just head to the back. I can't believe you people. I can't believe you. Ooh. This one's getting interesting. Are you are you saying this to the whole crowd or just like mumbling it to yourself? Just mumbling it to myself. <laughs> I can't believe these people. That actually got pretty cool at the end. Woohoo! Let's throw popcorn at him because we're happy this time. <laughs> Thabo comes back. Oh, okay. Time for round two. I'm going to fight a lion. These people are very starved for <laughs> entertainment. So once you actually started, even though it was not good... They thought it was really cool just because there's 10 lions tra chained up. So they're, they're pretty darn forgiving. I'm going to unchain one lion. Only one? 
What? <laughs> Even I could fight a lion. That's so simple. Hey, you. Yes? You come out here. I want you to fight a lion. No, no. I don't perform for peasants. <laughs> Somebody runs up from the side and whispers in your ear, We can't afford the liability. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. So as part of his second performance, that now that the people liked it, he casts Animal Friendship. <laughs> Alright, what does that do? Okay, this spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. It must see and hear you. Um... What's the intelligence of a lion? I am looking that up right now. It is a three. Three. Okay. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration, which is 24 hours. You said uh, wisdom saving throw? Yep. Would you uh, roll for your lion? Okay. Oh, flip. It passed. <laughs> so. Hunter starts to unchain him. Actually, not this one! <laughs> you start mumbling the incantation under your breath, and you see the lion tensing up. It's arching its back, its hair is standing on end, behaving a lot like a regular house cat, just bigger. And a lot more aggressive. You can, you can tell it didn't work. Um. Okay. Um. Hey, um, Jerry, can you chain him back up? One of the handlers walks out and uh, chains up the lion. <laughs> boo! Boo! Fight the lion! Okay. 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 Um. We want to see you bleed. Yeah, watch him bleed. I can cast it one more time, but on a different lion. All right, roll for this other lion. Okay. No, I want you to, to fight that lion. I'm doing a different lion, okay? But why? That one's safe, too. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is noticing that your lions just, just keep getting very angry. Um, Jerry, why don't, why don't you uh, roll me an animal handling? Okay. Do, 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 do. Let me roll animal handling. And roll it with advantage because these are trained lions. Although they don't necessarily love when you use magic on them. Um, okay, 21. All right, so one of the lions, at a bit of the, a runt, though, looks like he's uh, more open to it. He's not giving off any defensive postures. He's very, he's very mellow. You know this to be one of your, uh, your more tame lions, a little bit more domesticated. Yeah, so it's the smallest. It's the runt lion. Mm -hmm. This is what I do when I spell, fail on the most ferocious ones. So I unchain Theodore, the lion, and I hop on his back. 
I say, Theo, let's run around the station. Are you just sitting on him bareback, or is there like a saddle? How Describe this. So I get on Theo's bareback, hold on to his mane, and have him run around the, ring, the sand ring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I want to do. Why don't you roll me either performance or acrobatics and let me know how this, this show goes. Because you, um, you're trying to win over a crowd that you were doing a, not great with to begin with. So. I, well, I want to do something. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to use one of my cantrips and I would like to cast shape water and get some of the water from out of the pen and have it just floating on the outside of the ring so that way he runs into it. <laughs> Like at his height or at the lion's height? Uh, at the lion's height. Okay, uh, 22. All right. 22 performance. So you're riding this lion, and it is really entertaining. He's singing a little bit. Occasionally he'll stand on the lion like those professional horseback riders. It's really cool. But Hunter, roll me a perception check. Nine. Got a nine. (laughs) And roll a second one for the lion. Let's go, Theo! Let's go! (laughs) Roll a second one for the lion, because it can think for itself. Eighteen. Okay. (laughs) So, the lion does see the water. And it screeches to a halt. And you fly off its head right into the water. Oh, no! How how much water can you move with shape water? Um, I believe it is a five-foot cube. Okay, so it's it's enough that you're thoroughly drenched, but it like stops your uh, momentum. You don't like crash through any walls or anything. However, this was the the watering trough water. It's Which for horses and elephants. It's dirty, nasty water. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I'm gonna roll Constitution to see if I throw up. Are you uh, a? <laughs> this is so pleasing. A <laughs> little bit. Tender sensibilities there? Um, 11. You do not throw up, but you you have to, like, you dry heave a little bit. <laughs> Thabo demands to see who put up this water. And you're... And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the crowd. The handlers are running up and trying to get, Theo. get the lion back in. Take Theo! Jerry! Take Theo! <laughs> He's small enough. It doesn't matter. He won't hurt you too bad. No, bring Theo back. He was so entertaining. Are you going to own up to coating him in water? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. So the Um, crowd is laughing uproariously. They love this. You like that? You whoever, like that? Whoever did that is brilliant. Oh, oh they're such okay. a magnificent soul. <laughs> Let's bring out Theo's sister. Theodora. The- Theodora. Theodora's a little bigger, so it'll be a little harder to handle her. So let me roll animal handling. Yes, that was enough. That was caught. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a natural one. Okay, before you even get a chance to come close to her chains, she is lunging at you and snapping. She's a very, very angry lion. And you notice that um, 
some of her tie downs are a little bit frayed. And each time she lunges at you, a couple more of them snap off. Oh no. Do I did I put mending as one of my cantrips? I don't remember. I put it as one of mine. Yeah. You have twenty seconds. Okay. Um so I get my crossbow and I cast Shillelagh. What does that do? So Shillelagh um, says The weapon you are holding is imbued with nature's power. For the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls uh, using the weapon. The weapon's damage die becomes a d8. The weapon also becomes magical if it isn't already. The spell ends if you cast it again or if you let go of the weapon. Does this work for a crossbow? No. It says um, melee weapon. So I get out my staff. <laughs> okay. My whooping staff. Alright, what are you going to do? I'll say each of you have one action before this obviously hostile lion breaks free. Um, I want to cast prestidigitation. Um, oh, and that's a bonus action. So, I'm going to cast prestidigitation, and I'm going to make a small, illusory um, mouse appear right in front of Theodora. Oh, okay. Like, just kind of running around, trying to rile her up. She's definitely not super aware. She's very fixated on Fabo. I'm going to make it appear right on her nose. That one she notices, so she's going to try and swat at it. I'm guessing that that doesn't hold up to inspection. Oh, it, it'll it'll fizzle. Okay. It did make her more mad, though. Yes, that's what I wanted. I was either going to do that or make little sparks appear right in front of her face. All right, Fabo, you have one action. Okay, I'm going to try to hit or knock out Theodora. Okay. With my staff. So, let me... And keep in mind, you do have, at the very least, Jerry helping you wrangle these lions. So he might be able to help you. Yeah, so I'm just going to try to whack it on the head to knock it out. All right. Ten. To hit plus two, uh, twelve. Alright, twelve meets its armor class, so how much damage do you do? So it's a D8. What's our E4 thing? For no, it just becomes a D8 plus oh. my spellcasting modifier. So six. Six damage? Yep. Alright. The lion, um, it definitely notices that you smacked it with a stick. You see a little welt appear across its eyes. And it's going to lunge forward and snap off the restraints. Oh, okay. So there is now a free lion, and it is going to... Jerry, help me get this! 
It is going to make a bite attack at Do you. Do we need to make an initiative roll? Uh, yes, actually, roll initiative. Okay. That's a 15 for me. What do you add? Wisdom or dexterity? Dexterity. There's some things that make exceptions. Yeah. 14. What was yours? I got 15. 15. So. All right. So the lion is going to be going last. All right. And so Hunter, Jerry is going to go after you. So that would be Eric, Hunter, Jerry, then the lion. I go, all right. I guess I have to fix this situation. So I hop over the ring, jump down, um, walk forward. I use my bonus action and cast True Strike on the lion, and then I'm going. And to what does True Strike do? True Strike, uh, um, you point a finger at a target in range. Um, uh, the range is thirty feet. Uh, your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that this spell hasn't ended. Okay. So. I walk down and say, I point the light and say, you are going down. Boom. <laughs> and then I cast magic missile. Okay. Uh, all right, you missed. What? Yeah. This is uh, immune to magic. Immune to magic? Yep. Why? No, uh, roll your d4. <laughs> like, but wait. explain how this magic missile happens. Um... So, I cast it. Wait, there's too much liability. You can't be on the stage. <laughs> After pointing at it, um, Jerry starts running to try and get you out of the ring. And the crowd is uh, obviously getting quite panicked. Yep. So I point at it, and I'm going to make a pose for, for a visual for you two. So I point at it, and then I do this kind of stance. Put my hand behind my head. He's doing very much a disco pose, pointing a finger gun and hip thrusting. Yep. All at the same time. As he shoots a missile through his fingers. Yes. All right. And what does magic missile do? Um, so I cast it. Um, and that's it. Pretty much. It's 3d4, correct? Yeah. You create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage. Um, the dice, the all strike um, simultaneously and can direct them to hit one creature or several. So. Um, so, that's 10. So, it's 2... All right, plus three, so 13 damage. I will do, yeah, 13 damage. Yep. Okay, that's 13 damage to the lion, Theodora. All right. The lion looks um, very afraid at this point. It's 
not really wanting to fight anymore. You can tell it's very cowed. Okay, Jerry, now's our time. So we, uh, I hold my action for Jerry so we can tackle the lion at the same time. Don't go after the citizen. We need to get this lion down. <laughs> All right, Jerry is going to turn around and start running back to you and roll a strength check with advantage against this lion. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. cool. Natural 20. <laughs> that was very important for him to get. Thanks, Jerry. It is very important because the lion got a 21. <laughs> so you guys barely managed to wrestle this lion to the ground. You can barely hold it. You! You shot those missiles. Help us put it back in its cage. I guess. And um, So to be clear, you guys cannot maneuver this lion around. You can hold it barely. Yeah, that's why we need the third guy. Um, or shoot your missiles again. <laughs> oh. Fine. So I go ahead and I shoot my missiles again. Well, it's the lion's turn. Oh, it is the lion's turn. It's right. going to try to wrestle free. It is. Roll your strength check again. With advantage because we still have two guys? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Twelve. Okay, the lion got a natural twenty. Alright, sweet. So as much as it was impressive, you guys managed to tackle it off its feet. The lion is going to get up and turn towards the edge of the ring and get a running start and jump and go through the exterior wall. Oh, so breaking free doesn't use all its movement? Okay. <laughs> nope. It used its bonus action to dash. Oh, okay. So the lion is now free of the tent, and note you guys no longer have line of sight on the lion. If only I had animal French. <laughs> if only. If only it had uh, worked how, once. how far can the lion dash? Far enough to get out of the tent. But how far is that? It is... Yeah, how far can it move? What's its movement speed? 50 feet. Oh, okay. So it got 100 feet away. No, it got 50 feet well, away. Well, it got 50 feet away because it used its, it used its, oh, yeah. it used its okay. action to get out of their grip. And then, yeah. and then just that. And then so I would say it's probably 30 feet outside of the tent. Okay. Let's um, go, Jerry. We need to get Theodora. Or... We I lose these things all the time. Feet. Do you need line of sight? We create visual and dark start with, uh, we can see within range. Yep. All right, sweet. So if you can see it, well, just move out of the tent and see it. The entrance to the tent, Hunter's, or Thabo's area is a little bit further back because you want to get people deeper into the tent to see the things that are yeah more exciting so it's about 40 feet to get up the main entrance of the tent or the the side entrance closest to you again it's a very large tent oh so it barely got out well it went through a sidewall oh you can go through the same sidewall yeah 
I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, I'll Just... go ahead and cast Expeditious Retreat. Expeditious Retreat. All right. What does that do? So, um, I'll take my main action to dash, and I'll cast this on my bonus action. Um, so I was able to travel 60 feet, but it says this spell allows you to move at, in, at, at an incredible pace when you cast this spell. And when you cast the spell, and then as a bonus action on each of your turns until the, the spell ends, you can take the dash action. So basically, I can take the dash action twice. Okay. You can cast that sp- spell as a bonus action? Yes. And it's, it lasts up to 10 minutes. Okay, and it will apply next turn. Yes. Okay, so what are you doing now? Well, I took the dash action. Yep. So I was able to go 60 feet mm-hmm. through through the wall and through the door. Um, and then I cast that as my bonus action. And that's his turn. That's your turn? Yes, that's all I can do. All right. Okay. Um, what am I going to do? Okay, so I am going to grab three stones, and as a bonus action, cast Magic Stone. All right, and what does that do? (laughs) So uh, you touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it with a sling. If thrown, it has a range of 60 feet. If someone else attacks... That's a darn good throw. (laughs) With the pebble, the attacker adds your spellcasting ability modifier, not the attacker's, to the attack roll. On a hit, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So one thing to keep in mind, uh, Thabo... You know that getting the lions was really difficult, and it would not be the easiest thing to replace one. Yeah, I'm just trying to knock it out with the pebble. And your boss might be kind of uh, furious. Old Legrand is a bit of a penny pincher. You had to fight to get each one of the lions you have. I know. I'm trying to knock it out so I can drag it back inside. All right. So So now I'm going to throw one of these pebbles where I saw the lion exit. Okay. It's at 60 feet, right? Yeah, so we should be okay. Alright. Make your attack roll at disadvantage. Because I can't see him. Actually, no, it's not even in the same room as you. Okay. Um, that's 12. Yeah. It, it has full coverage, too, so you Yeah, which adds minus, to its AC. It, yeah, so I think it's minus you, two. Yeah, so you did not hit. Oh, no. Well, and I also walk outside of the tent. You do not have enough movement to get outside the tent, unless you hop over the wall, which gets you barely out of the tent. Yeah, I can move 35 feet. So I move five feet away from the entrance. 
All right. Now it's Jerry's turn. Jerry is just going to run with you. He's oh, he'll he's, he's, he's not going to hunt the lion himself. He's just your assistant. <laughs> okay, lion. You're right next to the other dude. <laughs> All right. The lion has taken its turn. And Eric, what are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to keep chasing after it. Okay. Make a perception check. Um, that is a 16. Okay, you are aware that the lion ran into the woods on the north side okay. of the encampment. Right. Wait, he would have seen that when he got outside, right? Not necessarily. He, the, you guys were right up against the woods. Okay. Um. All right. I'll do... I'll run 30 feet. Take the dash action to go 30 feet, and then use my bonus action to take the dash action. <laughs> so, 90 feet of movement. All right. Am I able to see it at all? You should Make be... a perception check. Shouldn't you be, like, right on it if it? you were 10 feet ahead of it? No, because they exited on different sides of the building, of the tent. Oh, I thought he went through uh, the I hole. followed the he way. He followed the same. He went through the wall. Okay, if you followed through the hole... Then you saw it go into the thick underbrush, yeah. so you know which direction it went, but it was well ahead of you, because you had to climb over a wall to get out, and it hopped the wall. Yeah. Okay. So, make your perception check again. Alright, that's a, an 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Alright, you see some footprints heading farther to the north. But they are not just the lion's footprints. Hmm. If you could make me a survival check, maybe you might know what these animals are, but you can tell they're not the same size as that lion you were chasing. Alright, alright. That's a 17 on my survival check. You are pretty confident they are canine paw prints. Yes. Where did the lion go? <laughs> How do I not see it? Oh, they're going the same direction as the lion. The underbrush is very thick, and the lion is faster than you. Yes, but I did move 90 feet. Yes. I'm aware that it moved 100 feet. But it was also already ahead of you in thick forest. Yes, but it did not. It was not able to take the full dash action, so I only took, moved 50 feet that moved that one before. Mm-hmm. So he should have caught up the first time. No, because it was already 30 feet ahead. You used your whole movement to get over that first wall. Yes. And the lion so... didn't need to use its movement to get over the wall. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So you're 30 feet away from it. It's in 30 feet away from you. Yes, but I'm not able to see it. Okay, since it is a thick brush. Heavily obscured. Correct. Okay. I Yeah, that's my turn then. Okay, so... um. Seeing that it went off into the woods, Thabo um, calls out the cook. He's like, um, hey, um, cook, we need you to bring out the bacon so we can lure it back. Did you lose another one? No, this is the first one. I, The other ones were lost by Jerry. It wasn't this one... Oh, sure. The other ones were lost by Jerry. 
yeah. Can you just get some bacon to help get this th- so it'll come back? Fine, fine. I'll go get your greasy bacon. I covered in blood. What is wrong with you? They like blood. Why would you teach them to like blood? That seems like horrible planning for animals that will be around people. Well, I can... Uh, well, I guess it didn't work this time or times past. <laughs> <laughs> My anim- animal... This is long history of lions just getting lost. <laughs> Please. It worked before. I already told you I'd get it. Okay, thank you. So she is going to go and get the bacon. Are you going to do anything to try and stop the homicidal elf that is chasing after your lion? Who said I was homicidal? Are you? I am, but who said it? Um, not right now. I just need to get the bacon first. I just... He ran off. I wasn't sure if he was chasing after the lion or not. All right. So you know that at this point, your boss would be a little bit more worried about you handling the the panicking crowd. You can see him off in the distance trying to console people. You can vaguely hear him giving, you know, basic platitudes. Everything's going to be all right. We'll, you can all come back for free tomorrow. Yeah, so I go back out to the center and I'm like, We'll move um, it out for free. Five copper for five copper. <laughs> it's okay. We have it under control. Our cook is going out there to make sure it doesn't go towards anyone but him. <laughs> the... I'm a lady, you bastard. Her. Sorry, <laughs> I get my pronouns mixed up sometimes. <laughs> but um, the circus is over. You can all go home. Or you can stay for longer if you'd like. Right, um, manager? <laughs> Legrand. You see Legrand. And the acrobats will be performing double time! Everybody go Aww. look at the acrobats. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. Okay, I'm going to roll persuasion. That's a 16. All right. And with Legrand, you guys seem to be... The crowd seems to be mostly placated. There's still some some crying kids. Things are a little bit bit hectic. But it seems, for the most part, things have calmed down. And Fabo's like, well, at least we didn't lose three this time. (laughs) Flashback to the city on fire. Just screams of pain. All right. Yeah, I stopped getting a paycheck a while ago. All right, we will cut back to... Johan? Yep, to Johan. Johan. Is it Johan or Johan? It's Johan. Okay. I don't know why I said Johan. But Johan, um, for 10 minutes, is just going to be... Chasing after the lion. Trying to find. uh, Just tracking the prince. All right. Which ones? The wolf or the lion? More the lion. More the lion? Mm-hmm. Okay, roll me survival 
with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yes. You're in unfamiliar territory. All right, so one of them was a natural 20. Okay. The other one was a natural one. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the other thing that made it at disadvantage was these animals were crossing paths a lot. It seems like almost like they were maybe working together. It seems very odd. And then they hit a rocky patch, and they didn't leave any footpr- footprints in the rocks, and you lost them. Hmm. And now you're lost in the woods. I think it was this way. <laughs> well, you can uh, you can still hear the circus. The guy's casting thaumaturgy to do the crowd. It's you can still vaguely hear what direction. Oh, I wasn't saying for the circus. I was saying for the lion. Oh, okay. I think it's this way. <laughs> Hold on one second. Can I do full bloom sprint in that di- in that direction? All right, I, I rolled to see if you were going in the right direction. And I will let you know next week if you were. Wait, can I roll to see how well the bacon worked? The bacon's going to take some time, so. Let me see. Uh, 15 for the bacon? It is cooked. <laughs> it's cooked bacon. Again, you know it's going to take a, a little bit of time. To see if the the bacon catches the lion's attention. So, okay, thank you for listening to Thabo and Friends. No. <laughs> ba da 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 da. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeons and Baddies. I'm Hunter Sinclair. I play Babo Lion Singer. Eric plays Johannes Schutenberg. And Ammon is the DM. You can follow us on Twitter at Dungeons underscore Baddies. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs>